Welcome to the Whole Life Healing Podcast with Dr. Alexander Lloyd, best-selling author and founder of the Revolutionary Healing Codes Technique. Each week, Dr. Alex shares principles and methods from psychology, energy medicine, natural medicine, and spirituality to help you reduce stress, heal emotional and physical issues, and remove the barriers that hold you back from happiness and success. Join us as we learn to live our happiest, healthiest, and most successful lives. Here's Dr. Alex. Hi, Dr. Alex here. If you like the show today, or any day, I would love it if you took about 10 seconds to go to iTunes and leave a review for the show. I've been doing this for about 14 years now, and I spend hundreds of hours every year in preparation and recording the show. And if you like it, if it's worth your time, if you think it might benefit others, I would love it if you could leave a review to recommend to your friends or just recommend it to your friends that could benefit from listening to the show. Thank you so very much. Since we are going to be talking about issues of health and well-being, we wanted to make sure that you understand that this information is not intended to cure or heal anything. Everything in the presentations is the opinion of Alex Lloyd. You should always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any specific health concern you may have. I'm going to start the call a little bit different today. I hope it doesn't offend anyone. All right. That was the Eagles, as uh, most of you probably know. Uh, one of my favorite groups from uh, back in the 70s. Kind of that uh, the time in my life for rock and roll and all that stuff. But I still love it. Saw them uh, perform here in Nashville not too long ago. They were fantastic. All right, welcome. Wherever you are, whenever you're listening, we are greatly honored by your presence. Every week we want to give you a little bit of something to think about and chew on that's interesting. A little something to challenge you. We all need challenge uh, regularly, in my opinion. And hopefully, a little something to apply to your life to make your week a little bit better. And maybe every once in a while, your life a little bit better. Uh, we've been doing this program about 14 years now. If we can do it better, uh, please let us know. But uh, we started this wanting to do something that just is a way for us to give without asking for anything, not selling anything, just just to give to you. So uh, if we can do that better for you, please let us know. All right, I've been working with people uh, for over 30 years in some capacity of counseling, coaching, uh, something in that area. So uh, that's a few people, thousands easily, uh, just with me one-on-one and in small groups, uh, not to mention uh, people who've come to our company and work with other coaches that I've trained and things like that. But here's an amazing thing. Everybody wants to take it easy. Or or I guess I should say 99.9% of people, they want to take it easy. They're looking forward to something that is taking it easy, 
or fun, although we, those two things sort of merge. Taking it easy is fun. Having fun is taking it easy to most people. And there's several different ways you can take that, all right? And the way that I'm talking about today uh, may not be the most common way. But I am um, all for taking it easy in one way, but very much opposed to taking it easy in another. Okay, if you've been around us much at all, you know that stress is the culprit to just about everything you don't want. So in the take it easy meaning that is about don't stress, of course, I'm all for that. And I may add another couple of words about that in a minute. But the other taking it easy is I'm very much opposed to. And it's that we're, so for so many of us, we're always looking forward to something that's either taking it easy, fun, or both. People who are at work are looking forward to when work is over. People look forward to their vacation, even though very frequently they need a vacation to recover from their vacation. And it's really not all that fun and restful a lot of times. I just had a client came back from Disney with their grandkids and they said, well, I had a great time being with my grandkids, but I mean, you know, standing in line for 45 minutes for a two-minute thing and then another 45 minutes for another two-minute thing uh, that was not fun at all, and we need about a week vacation from our vacation. Uh, I had a good friend whose father worked at the Ford Glass Plant um, that was in the Nashville area. And my friend told me that his dad worked there for like, it was either 40 or 50 years. It was crazy. And that was kind of back in those days when people start working one place and they work there their whole career, and then they retire, and then they get a pension, and a lot of those things are kind of disappearing now, but that was back in that time. And he used to tell me how much it hurt him as a kid, because every morning his dad, before going to work at the Ford Glass Plant, would say something to the effect of he hated his job, and then when getting back home from the Ford Glass Plant, at 5.30 or 6 at night, he would say something to the effect of he hated his job again. And it, it just crushed my friend as a kid, knowing my dad is going out every single day to do something that he hates. And, and in my experience, that's true with way too many people. What they're doing most of the time is not really what they would say they want to be doing. They're looking forward to taking it easy. Or they're looking forward to something fun. And let me tell you, that can absolutely kill you. Here's how. And, and a lot of you are already familiar with this, but uh, we have to do these teachings as if basically you'd never heard anything we've said before. It needs to stand on its own, in other words. Okay, you've got a mechanism in your brain. It's your hypothalamus that is constantly scanning like a smartphone for either a negative signal or a positive signal. 
The positive signal I call love-based, although it's not just ooey-gooey love like a lot of people might think if, I, if you say that. It's, it's really everything positive. The negative signal is really fear-based, although if you just strictly think fear, it's a whole lot more than that. It's basically anything negative. If the hypothalamus gets the negative signal, it flips you into fight-or-flight stress. If it gets the positive signal, it can turn on oxytocin, endorphins, peptides, the, uh, all those feelings of like when you're first in love as, as a young as a, as a kid or 18 years old, 20 years old, you know, those feelings that you can, that you're Superman. You can walk on water, you can stay up for days at a time without being affected. Man, you are happy, the world is great, flowers look more beautiful than they've ever looked, food tastes better than it's ever tasted. Well, that's, that's largely a mechanism in your brain that when it's flipped on, it sends you positive feelings, positive thoughts, makes you want to do positive things, literally makes you see the world in a different way. Here's a really good example. Uh, I've worked a good bit with anorexic and eating disorder young ladies who are, are I just love them to death, and at the same time, it's such a tragedy. And... There's an amazing thing that goes on there. Those young ladies who have like uh, 0% body fat will look in the mirror and they will literally, not figuratively, they will literally see something that is not there. They will see love handles. They will see, you know... Uh, sagging under the arms. They will, I mean, they'll see all kinds of stuff. It's amazing. And I've even done this where the, where we were looking at standing together, me, the young lady, maybe her parents, maybe a friend, all looking in a mirror at the same time, asking the young lady, what do you see? And she would tell us, and we were all just our jaw hanging open. Like, what? What in the world are you talking about? What are you looking at? And, and, and she would go up to the mirror and point to the place on her body. And literally, ladies and gentlemen, it was not there. If you want to be strictly accurate, she was delusional about that one thing at that one time. Now, that, that is not figurative. She was not seeing the real her and then saying, yeah, but I think I'm still a little too fat. No, she was not seeing the real her. She was literally physically seeing a reflection in the mirror that was not there. Ladies and gentlemen, that came from her brain. That came from a negative, it was initiated by a negative signal in her brain. Okay? The positive signal would have had, and by the way, after I work with them for a while and we typically heal that, we do the same thing again and they look in the mirror and they see the real them, they see the truth and they are okay with it. 
very often for the first time since they can remember. So that mechanism in the brain has enormous power to make you happy, sad, feel good, feel bad, positive thoughts, negative thoughts, positive feelings, negative feelings, etc. And here's the deal with take it easy. If you are at work today and you are really looking forward to lunchtime because you can quit work for an hour, that is a negative signal to your hypothalamus about the time you are in right now, let's say at 10 o'clock in the morning. So you're doing your work with the hypothalamus sending you into stress mode because you're not focused here. You're basically thinking to yourself, I don't like what I'm doing or I don't like what I'm doing as much as I will when we get to lunchtime. So I'm looking forward to taking it easy, having fun, whatever, at lunchtime. All right? Same thing with getting off at the end of the day and, and going to have a beer or going home and watching three hours of, of television to unwind or the vacation at the end of the year or whatever it is. It seems like almost every person I work with these days, and this has been true for a while now, they are not in the present. They are not living with positive signals, love-based, in the present. They're having a negative signal about the present to some degree and are looking forward to something else. Now, here's the thing. Once they get to lunch, let's say they're, they've got a negative signal about now because they're looking forward to lunch, all right? Once they get to lunch, they're really happy for five minutes or so, and then almost every single time that goes away. And now they're back into the negative again. Guess what? I've got to be back at work in 30 minutes. So now they're forward again, focused on what they don't want to do, which is back to work. All right? Here's the message. In my opinion, what you really want most and what really will give you those inner feelings of health, happiness, success, well-being, etc., is not looking forward to taking it easy. It's taking it easy wherever you are and whatever you're doing. And looking at now is the time that I want to be happy. Now is the time that I want to focus on the positive. Now is the time that I want to love. Statistics tell us that people who, like my friend's dad, had worked at the Ford Glass Plant for 50 years, that typically... When those people retire, which they've been looking forward to, ah, 20 years till retirement, ah, three years to retirement, ah, six months to retirement, that once they retire, they have that good taking it easy feeling for probably six months. 
And then they go right back to uh, being unhappy, unsatisfied. I want something that I don't have now to make me happy. And they're right back into that negative signal in their brain that they had for 50 years looking forward to retirement. And typically they die. People who retire and don't replace work with another type of work, even if it's free, even if it's nonprofit, even if it's uh, sort of an expanded hobby, people who don't do that, who just take it easy all the time, they die. People who replace it, their work, with something else that's productive, tend to flourish and be happy. There's an ancient manuscript where God says, if a man works, he should not eat. We are not built, ladies and gentlemen, to take it easy in one sense of the word and have fun all the time. We're not built to be looking forward to taking it easy if looking forward robs us of loving whatever we're doing in the right now. Now, you can do both. You can, you can love right now what you're doing. Okay, I'm going to be the best glass maker there is at the Ford Glass Plant, and I'm going to make friends here, and we're going to love each other and have great conversations and build relationships with our families over time, and maybe the work is monotonous, but we're going to, I'm going to find a way to turn it into a positive and enjoy it in, in every day when I'm doing that work, okay? You can do that and look forward to taking it easy in a different way, and that's healthy. But when the, when the, taking, when the looking forward to taking it easy robs you of loving in the place that you are now, the taking it easy will kill you. It will put you into stress. It will suppress your immune system. It will send you negative thoughts and negative feelings that you cannot stop with your willpower, which lead to negative habits and addictions. If you can love what you're doing, even if it is monotonous, even if it is hard, even if it's not what you would most want to do, but find a way to do it in love, even if you don't love it, then you can look forward to the weekend and that's great and fine. And that will not hurt you. And guess what? When you get to the weekend, the weekend will be so much sweeter than it ever would have been if you hated the week and the weekend was what you were looking at to redeem the week. That almost never works. Now, I have to give a little bit of a disclaimer. There are some people who are in situations where it would be virtually impossible to love what you're doing, okay? Uh, people in prison, people who have uh, 
bosses that are abusive, people who have spouses or other people who are abusive. I'm not saying you should ever love that. No, no, no. But what I am saying is there's a way to do that in love, to be there in love, at least as best you can. Yes, looking forward at the same time to a better place in your life. That's cool, and that's understandable. But nine out of ten people that I talked to today, they're not in those extreme abusive or hard situations, okay? They're just looking forward to what they think is going to be more fun than what they're doing. And that's a negative signal to your brain in the present moment, shifts you into stress, and long-term will lead to addictions and even health problems. So, yes, take it easy where you are. Love, love, do what you're doing in love in the present moment. If you can love what you're doing, even better. But only then look forward to the lunch, the end of the day, the vacation, and that is healthy. Being negative right now in the current situation, doing it in fear, or being afraid of what you're doing, then looking forward to taking it easy will kill you. So uh, think about that this week. Pray about it. Uh, and, and get the tools, start clearing away the junk that is keeping you from being able to do whatever you do in love as best you can. You never do it perfect, but as best you can, that's your intention.